Welcome, welcome. What it do, everyone? What's going on? Welcome to Ladies Pitch, episode number five. My God, episode number five. We made it to number five. Yeah, man. This is exciting. Another quarantine. Quarantine Chronicles. Yeah. Quarantine episode from the hotel in the Bronx. Like the classy people we are. Uh Uh-huh. While I sip my honey and cranberry. I'm not as cool as Haiti. I am currently sipping a Pepsi out of a coffee cup. Oh, shit. That is a coffee yeah, cup. Yeah, man. <laughs> it took me a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. You what? didn't notice what? I didn't realize. No. That's a fucking coffee cup. <laughs> if you guys don't know by now, I'm Haiti, baby. I'm Lexi the Savage. Lexi the motherfucking Fucking savage. savage. Yes. Speaking of savagery, um, I hope everyone's COVID-19 quarantine, if you aren't quarantined because you are essential, I hope everyone is being safe, being smart, being responsible. Washing your hands. Taking care of yourselves <laughs> from the neck up. Mental health, mental health is just as important as physical Absolutely. health. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Definitely, man. It's difficult. It's been difficult for us as well, dealing with all of this shit. But we're maintaining. We're keeping each other sane. I thank God for Lexi because who knows where I would be mentally. But, you know, that's another story for another day. It's been rough, though. Yeah, it it is rough. It's very rough. I'd be lying if I say I wasn't struggling. But I am. But one day at a time. Yeah, man. We're praying to get out of this shit soon sooner than later but let's just see how it goes but enough about that let's get on with the show so guys um i introduced haiti to another one of my okay full disclosure full disclaimer i love shitty reality tv shows don't we all the the dumber, the better. Aside from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I don't know why that's still on air. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I I don't like The ba- The Bachelorette the reality is the reality shows of like Fast and Furious. Yeah, like come on, people like should have been over a long time ago. Long ass time ago. Like they should have stopped Fast and Furious after the third one. They in reality they really should have stopped. Yeah. Once um, this guy, Paul Walker, died. Yeah, like, how can you keep going? Yeah, they're trying to find anyone that looked like him, brother, cousin, lost long brother. Put a fork <laughs> in it. Vin Diesel don't need more money. <laughs> they all beefing with each other. They done. Yeah, isn't the Rock and, like, Vin Diesel Yeah, beefing? they tired of each other. They're like, yo, we on 45. Pero like, coño, who isn't going to be tired of yeah, one another? tired of filming with you. Like, oh, John. They don't need more money. Well, anyway... <laughs> We're not here to bash Fast and Furious because I know plenty of people who enjoy these movies. So kudos to you. Nah, I enjoy Vin Diesel and The Rock. That's about it. Yeah, but you know. And I did Paul Walker, rest in peace. You know. Right. So I, all right. I was, we were, we had lunch today together and I introduced Haiti to a show called Extreme Keepsakes. Bruh. Bruh. This show is insane. I don't understand how anyone on this planet can be that cheap. And I know some pretty cheap people. 
And these are people that have money. Yeah. They they don't want to spend their money. They kind of they're kind of frugal. They're no, they're beyond frugal. There's frugal, and then there's this downright ridiculous. Yeah, to the point. Oh, guys, there was a. I even forgot her name. What was her name? Kate? Her name was Kate. Kate, Bruh, She didn't even want to buy toilet tissue. I wonder how she's doing right now. Like, can we do an update post COVID nineteen? How the people are doing? We're gonna from contact the show? them. But that wasn't the worst part about her. No, the point that she didn't want to buy toilet tissue and she was, like, putting water on her cooch and a little, little piece of soap to clean herself. To clean her cooch is disgusting. All right, so just to surmise who we're talking about, you can look this up on YouTube, Extreme Keepsakes. Her name is, I think, Kate. Kate something, some Asian lady. So she doesn't believe in spending money when she doesn't have to. She cut off her gas stove because they were charging her an extra $17 a month in the rent. $17 a month. So she had a hot plate. She never bought furniture. Everything that she had in her house was her dumpster diving. Yeah, yo. Even her food. Yeah, she was dumpster diving from, like, gourmet restaurants and, like, cooking, like, heating up the food in, like, her little hot plate. And serving it to her guests. Yo, Can you I, imagine you go to somebody's house and they're fucking serving you dumpster food? Yo. I'm choking the fucking living <laughs> shit man, out of you. We're fucking fighting. And then when I'm done whooping your ass, I'm calling the cops. And before they <laughs> cuff me, I'm like, yo, officer, let me break this down for you real quick. And then when I'm done, we're going to see who's the real criminal in this, in this scenario. She all right? gave me dumpster chicken. This, like. She put a little, you think she added like a little dumpster juice on top of the chicken? <laughs> the turkey <Talk> about- meatloaf? <laughs> she, damn, like this chicken is real juicy. Yeah, that's dumpster, dumpster juice, bitch. Like, and then, that's disgusting. And then she didn't buy underwear for, since like 1998. Yeah, she said she hadn't bought underwear since 1998. Or any clothes. Fam. And then she was using um paper clips to keep her pants up. <laughs> I you know it's funny because whenever I She doesn't have friends because I will give I will give you an intervention. If you do, I'm putting everyone together, I'm like Lexi needs help. <laughs> Why yes. I gotta be Lexi is tripping because you're a little loco. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, listen guys, we need to speak to Lexi. But she's tripping. We're kind of crazy, guys. She's, she's buying dumpster food, like nah, fuck out of here. No, you know how I feel about food. No, that's really fucking disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to whoop your ass. I'm gonna still love you to death, but I think <laughs> Yo. you need to get some senses whooped into you. You're, not, you're bugging. But this is the kind of stuff I like watching because I, you know, we both work in healthcare, and we deal with a lot, and we've been feeling, I've been feeling very overwhelmed at work. So one of the things I like to do is to come home and just watch nonsense. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like this that lets me unplug and just forget that the world is falling apart around me. So despite everything that's going on, the fact that I still know that I got my shit together compared to homegirl <laughs> wearing the paperclip pants, we're good. You think that's some type of mental issue? Oh, yeah, definitely. You think so? Definitely. Yeah, because that's... I mean, at least the guy that was married, I forgot oh, his he name. Was, the the principal with the two PhDs. That he was a principal. Yeah, he had. Like, Yo, he had money he had, saved up though. He had his family living like they were in Rikers. Yeah, he had his wife on a twenty dollar allowance a week. Mm. First of all, let a man tell that's, me he's that's grounds. Me. That's grounds yeah. for separation. That's right grounds for me smothering you in your sleep. 
First of all, twenty dollars a week. Yo, yo, she can't even get her nails done. Like, where are we going with that? Like, my thing is this: you knew what you were getting yourself into right. when you got with him. What do you think was gonna happen? You was gonna change? No. Yeah, she thought I could. I could change him. I no, change he's gonna him. be worse because now he thinks even he can get away like with that. it. No, let it. You're getting a twenty dollar week allowance. No, you're never. You're not waking up tonight. Okay, sir. what what kind of signs would a guy have to show from the beginning? Because I feel like I've dated a little. You know two or three cheap guys so um would you consider a guy cheap if he takes you out on the date and he uses like a coupon no no here's the thing for me it's all about pattern behavior i can understand he's like oh look i got like this a groupon gift. there we go like a groupon. i don't mind groupon because you find a lot of fun cool stuff in groupon and like otherwise i wouldn't necessarily try it for whatever reason Mm-hmm. So I feel like Groupon lets you try different things that you necessarily wouldn't be, excuse me, open to doing. Okay. And that's fine. But if we go out to eat and you pay in pennies or in coins. Oh, because the guy was paying it with change, right? With loose change. I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, that's so deep. That's, that's a bit much. I, yo, I remember I used to not even want to go buy my weed with change. Like... <laughs> I mean, guys, I'm going to be real with back you. Back then when they used to be nickel bags. Nickel bags. I'm going to be real with you guys. One time I paid for a six-pack a six pack in quarters. It was a rough <laughs> week. The check hadn't come in yet. And, you know, the, the, direct, the direct deposit ain't kicking yet. And mama needed a six-pack because I was about to choke somebody out. And I had a $5 bill. Money is money. And I had three dollars in quarters. See, but they ain't gonna say shit to you. But the drug dealers from around my way used to be on some bullshit. Like, nah, shorty, I don't take no, change. One of the drug dealers what? on my block, he only does cash out. Oh, the, um, listen, not for nothing. I would prefer that because I'm very, very like I have a very bad habit of not carrying money. Okay, but I also think this is my theory. I think he's like dyslexic or has like a learning disability. Because one time I saw, I saw him trying to count money and he was having a hard time. I was like, you are in the wrong line of work if you can't do that. I can't. Like, where do you, where do you find this? <laughs> I'm just giving Lexi the look like, yeah, of course you know someone like that. It's like no surprise. He went to school with of me. course you know a dyslexic fucking joint dealer. <laughs> What? Listen, so I remember I was he was outside the bodega and I see him like going like like struggling and I'm like I wanted to say yo do you need help but I didn't want to like overstep or get my legs broken because yeah we cool but I don't want to like insult his entrepreneurship is that the word whatever he was doing yeah whatever he was doing he's self-made he's self-made he's Kylie Jenner he's yeah. self-made he's self-made so I you know, I remember seeing him, and then I went upstairs, and I was telling my sister, and she was like, okay, well, you know, maybe he had a long day. I was like, nah, he was looking at that $5 bill like it, it was in hieroglyphics. <laughs> he was having a hard time. Oh, my God. And a little bit after that, that's when he started doing, like, cash the out. Cash out? Stuff. He was like, thank God this he was shit like, Yo, came out. numbers. <laughs> he was praying for that shit. He might be the co-founder of cash out. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> But anyway, so overall, how was your week? Work week? How was your... Um... It was hard. It was rough. Um, I cried more this week than I have in like two years. Really? Yeah. 
let it all out. It was just, I want to say it was cathartic, mm-hmm. but it was just, I just had to let it out, man. Because, yeah, it was weird. Like, I don't even know how to describe my crying, guys. It's funny shit. You cry and just ask yourself, like, what is yeah, this coming like, out of my eyes? Yesterday I was in the shower and I had a moment. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I should be washing my hair, you know? <laughs> But, like, kidding aside, it's definitely been rough. And my thing is, I just hate the feeling of feeling helpless and not doing enough. We've been short-staffed at work, or that's putting it lightly. And just... There's just a lot going on all around us, everywhere. I feel like we deal with it at work, we go home, we see it on TV. Like, it's all around us. I refuse Everyone's to watch social TV. media. It's on yeah. social media. I feel like all we can really do is just, at this point, just pray for the best. You Whatever know, God can. you believe in. Right. Daily. Whoever you pray to, believe in. Whatever. It's just, it needs to get better from here. What is your main concern as far as this pandemic? Like, What happens next? When the dust settles, if it settles, Mm -hmm. where do we, how do we move on? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Not to sound like a cliche, but because I'm such a control freak, the fact that I don't know what's going to happen next and I don't know what to expect, that's what's getting to me. That's what freaks you out more. And it's like every day you're hearing the numbers go up. You're hearing all of this stuff and it's like, okay... Just when you think you hit bottom, there's a sub bottom. Mm-hmm. How do we climb up from that? Do you feel like the media? I don't want to say over exaggerates because clearly we work at the hospital. We see yeah. how bad it is, so we can't say. Here's the thing: American media is really good at pandering. Yes. And one of the things, fear is an opiate of the masses. Religion is an opiate of the masses. So. I don't want to say that they're exaggerating because they're not. Because like you said, we see it. We were seeing it for ourselves. They're not. They're showing one side of the. One side of the facts. They're not telling everything. They're not telling everything. And it's always like this amount of people died. This amount of people were tested positive. We get that. Tell, give us some kind of reassurance. I'm not saying lie to me and tell me everything's going to be okay. But tell me, yeah, shit's fucking crazy now. But it's not going to be like this forever. I feel like they don't even know. That's why I think that makes this scary. Is because I believe that they really don't know. what. I really feel like they don't know what the fuck is going on. And they don't know what to do. Okay. So if they don't know what's going on and they don't know what to do and they don't know how to resolve it, they can't tell us shit. Okay, that's a valid point. And you know, for I can me, definitely respect that. Right. So for me, I feel that I'm more in the present moment. Okay. That's what's giving me anxiety. I'm not even thinking about the future, like what's going to happen afterwards. I'm thinking about how we're going to get this under control now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how can I avoid from getting this? How can I avoid from passing it on to my grandmother? That's my main concern. Yeah, you obviously don't want to be a vessel of infection towards other right. people. Guys, it's up to the it, it, it's to the point that I haven't hugged or kissed my grandmother in weeks. For those of so for everyone who knows me doesn't know me, I'll tell you, 
I'm not a very affectionate person. I miss hugs. Something that I ta- I've taken for granted for so long. And it's like, oh God, why are you fucking hugging me? It's like, I yearn for that. Mm-hmm. That, you know, just being able to connect. Yeah. Because even if internally you're not having a good day, you see someone at work, they give you, know, they love you, everyone loves you. Yeah. They give you a hug and it just kind of feels good. It feels it feels reassuring. Good. Right. It's comforting. And now it's like we don't we're going through all of this and it's kinda like fuck, we can't even get a hug. We so can't like even it's gonna be okay. We can't other. comfort one another. We can't even comfort one another. And my cats are sick of me, so <laughs> I tried hugging Molly yesterday and yeah. she was like she was like, no, get off Yeah, even, even cats are probably the wrong ones. They're like, bitch, now you want to hug me? Yeah. Well, she's always been aloof like her mama, so it's okay. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, for me. But there's days when it's bad. Um, For example, that day, I told you the day of the fire. Yeah. Like, guys, there was a really bad fire across the street, right across the street from our job, um, the ER. And um, I live like 15 minutes away by foot and I was seeing smoke and hearing the fire trucks and walking to work. I smelled the smoke and I'm like, this was really intense. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. Four females, you know, were killed, unfortunately. Rest in peace to them in the fire. And that morning, the fire was Tuesday night. Tuesday morning. Um, I wasn't feeling well and not that I felt sick, but I just felt like. Uneasy. Uneasy. I had an uneasy feeling. I had, like, I felt like something was going to happen. From, like, 10 in the morning, I kept feeling it. She was saying it all day. Yeah, I kept saying, like, I don't know. Like, I have this feeling, like, something's going to happen. And I don't always have that feeling. But when I do, something always kind of comes up. So I remember I was telling Lexi, I was telling, you know, my other coworker, I'm like, I feel like something's going to happen. I feel like a heaviness, like, in my chest, my head. I remember telling Patricia, I was like, I feel like a heaviness in my head and it was coming down to like my eyes. Yeah. And she's like, you have sinuses or something? And I'm like, no, I I don't, I'm not sick. I just feel like something's going to happen. So that evening about like six o'clock, I'm getting calls and text messages. I got a a Facebook message from this guy that I haven't spoke to in years. And he was like, oh, yo, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? He was like, oh, um, there's a fire at your job. And, And I'm like, what? Fire? Then my citizens app went off and they were saying like there was like a huge fire. It was a really like it was a really, really, really bad fire. But a few people hit me up and I'm like, no. And it just so happened to be the building directly across from the ER, from the hospital. But the the video that they were posting up on social media, the angle, it actually looked like it was the actual the hospital, hospital on fire. And I remember I texted the like the group chat with the guys and stuff, and I was like, "Yo, be careful! Like, there's a fire and a whole bunch of shit." It was bad, but like, it it dawned on me, and I text Lexi like, "This was the feeling I, yeah. I think I was having." Like, Haiti is coming to realize that she has a third eye, <laughs> and she's learning how to see through this third eye, mm. how to hone that. I mean, I've always been pretty good at reading my intuition and being guided by my gut. And I think you're getting better at that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't suppress it, please. Nah. Listen. Your third eye is <laughs> this, there. This has been going on with me for years, though, yeah. as far as, like... But I'm you telling keep you, suppressing I were, it. I do, because I'm just... Sometimes I feel like it's not... 
how can I say it? Like, I'm not trying to, I don't know. Like, I feel sometimes it's insecurity. Sometimes when I feel certain things, I'm like, maybe I'm just, I'm not, because I'm just insecure about just people and just, sometimes I get the feeling like maybe someone's vibe is off. But okay. I'm, I don't want to be judgmental and be standoffish to someone that I don't even Have know. Have you ever been proven wrong? No. Okay. I, there has been people that I've met. One time, I've been introduced, let's just say, by a mutual friend. They go, oh, hey, this is my friend, so-and-so. And I immediately get a bad vibe. Immediately. And I'm standoffish. And I will tell my friend, like the mutual friend, like, mm, something's, off. something's off with this person. No, 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 this person's cool. And I'm like, all right, you know, I don't want to be that person. I'm okay. like, all right, yeah, you know. Well, usually you know. But then down the line, something will happen that that person shows their true colors to my friend. And I'm like, I told you that person was mm-hmm. funny. Something about that person was was off. Their their energy, their vibe was just off. Carla can tell you this. There have been people that I would tell her, I'm like, yo, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carla's a lot like you in the sense that she wants, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. That's definitely me. Lo and behold, something happens and she's like, you were fucking right, Lexi. Damn it. I'm like, oh, no shit. Uh-huh. Even with guys that I have dated. Even guys that I have dated. Like, let me, story time. Story time, story time. Gather on the microphone, kids. <laughs> Gather around. So, about two years ago, I started... I don't want to say dating. I started seeing this guy, right, that I had met um, at the job. And very nice guy off the bat. I already I had seen him a few times around the way. Um, he would come, you know, bring a patient. We would see each other, give each other the eye, but not say anything to one another. Long story short, after a few years... Um, we found each other on social media. We started sending messages back and forth to one another. Guy was super cool. Guess the sign. Capricorn. Capricorn. Anyway, this guy was a fucking great guy. Great conversation. We would talk for hours. Amazing. Oh, we started messing around. At that time, he Shaking was Shaking hands. Yeah. Touching parts. Touching parts. <laughs> shaking hands. Right. And, um, you know, it was cool. It's great. Um, he was going to school at the time. He started coming up with the always busy with school. Really wouldn't see each other that often. You know, whatever. We were still touching parts. Long story short, I started to get the feeling. Something's off. I started to have dreams that a woman was coming to me and telling me, that that was her man. Girl, your gut was shaking you. <laughs> I had about three dreams with a woman telling me, this is my man, so-and-so. Mind you, I had him on social media. There was no woman posting on his page. No- nothing that I could think of. We used to text at all hours of the night. I'm like, there's you know, there's no way. I remember hitting on my friend. We wanted to get on our FBI shit. I'm like, yo, it was like 2 in the morning. I'm like, yo, let's start looking this shit up. Yo, we found, like, his... I know he had a daughter. Um, I found, like, his baby mama's page. Nothing was posted on her page on Facebook. Um, but I saw she had an Instagram. They have each other on Instagram. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I found, like, her brother, her brother on Instagram. 
So her brother, I guess he does home repairs. He had remodeled, I guess, like their apartment. And he had taken pictures and posted it on his Instagram. So I noticed that he remodeled their bathroom. The bathroom looked eerie similar. <laughs> Very eerie similar. The bathroom picture. And I'm like, I know that bathroom. Go back to the text messages, the fucking pictures he used to send me from his bathroom. That was the same motherfucking bathroom that he was sending me pictures from. Okay? Yeah. I'm like, hmm. One day he came over. First thing I did, because I didn't want to ask him over the phone. I'm like, I'm going to ask him in person. And I asked him, I'm like, listen, um, are you still with your daughter's mom? When I tell you that he fell, I have, you know, stools. He fell off the stool. <laughs> he fell because I think that he was just like. What a doofus. He didn't know what to do. He fell off the fucking stool. He was like, no. You legit took the, the rock from underneath him. Literally. Yeah. The stool from underneath him. You, you don't deserve a stool, motherfucker. Stand. Yeah. And I was like, are you still with her? He was like, no. A few weeks after that, I get a text message from his phone. A female. And I was already, the feeling was just getting stronger, stronger. The vibe was off. I was, I, I just, I had, it's like, I knew, but I feel like I was just being, you know, just being like insecure, just being, I can't even find the word. Your gut never lies. Yeah. I, I was like, no, it can't be because this guy was like, he was, you know, straight arrow in my eyes. He's a fucking good guy. Everyone likes him. He's such a gentleman. Smart. Yo. And I'm the fucking opposite. I'm like, uh, I'm not trusting this. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, it can't be. Like, he's just so, he seems trustworthy. Nothing nothing about him said scumbag. And when you told me the story, and then when I put the pieces together, even I was like, really? Yeah, because you know him even longer than I do. And I was just like, who would have thought? Right. Because if you would have seen this guy, like, I would trust him with my bank card. Because I know he's not going to do anything. (laughs) I would be like, yo, my man, here's my debit card. And I know he's not going to do anything. Yeah. In that regard, at least. I mean, clearly, he has his Well, he he ended up having a girlfriend that he'd been with for about nine years. You know, they have a daughter. He has older stepkids. I had no idea. Uh, I was just like one of like four in rotation. It was crazy. Here's my thing. Where do you get the energy to keep up? No, listen. That's the thing that to this day, yo, I swear to you, sometimes I just think about it. I'm like, we used to have amazing sex. Amazing. Amazing. The sexual chemistry was amazing. Amazing. I can't even stress it enough. But, and I'm like, where did he have the energy? At the time, he's working. He's going to school. He's, uh, clearly he has a girlfriend, so he has to, like, have time for his family. His girlfriend said that he's an amazing father, very much involved with his family. She couldn't even understand where he found the time. To see me when he already, she already had found out he had others. But I think that with his profession, 
he was, you know, he had the time. Because they have these little gaps in between. You know, he's an EMT. They have the little gaps in between mm-hmm. where they can go and, you know. And he was going to school to be a medic. Still working while he was going to school. Still being a dad. Still being a boyfriend. Still being, having his side bitches. Like, just it amazes this, me. It really amazes me. Yo, just hearing this, I need a fucking nap. <laughs> just hearing the schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go lay down for 10 minutes because that's a lot. I used to tell him, when do you sleep? Because sometimes, he, you know, we used to be together at 2, 3 in the morning. And, you know, he's like, I got to take my daughter to school in the morning. I'm like, yo, you're going to sleep, what, two hours? Like, that's crazy. But, yeah, yeah, that was just one of the little stories that my gut was talking to me and I was I was ignoring it. For as long as I did. So the goal is to continue on Haiti's path to keeping her third eye open. Yeah. We're gonna keep we it. don't want that third eye blind. I mean, they're a great band, but it's not a great <laughs> motto to live by. So now you guys understand my love-hate relationship with Capricorns. <laughs> Yo. The How sex you- is amazing, but you're going to have to be in the back burner because they got work, school, and possibly a family. Living at the secret family, the double yeah. life. I think what's worse, getting cheated on or finding out that you're the fucking side bitch? Getting, being the main bitch and getting cheated on or finding out that you're the side bitch? What is worse? That's, oh, wow, that's a tough one. Right. I think for me, damn. Because at one point, I swore I was the only one. Because he told me that he didn't want me sleeping with anyone else. Mind you, I'm one of them. I think for me, it would be finding out <laughs> that I'm the side bitch because I like to believe I'm wiser. Not wiser, but smarter than that. Like, you didn't see the fucking signs, dude. Like, they were right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're like 40% guy, Lexi. Like, it's all fucking there. Like, how? But sometimes, in, in okay, let's they, just they say. They pull that wool over your eyes. Right. Some men are just really good. Some men are really good at what they do. Guys, full disclosure, and I'm saying this because I love him to death and he's amazing. My dad is the Michael Jordan of fuckboys. <laughs> he doesn't play the game, he founded the fucking game. Okay? And one of my dear friends who I've known my whole life, he is the LeBron James. <laughs> so having those two and then, like, finding this stuff out, like, if I was in that situation, they would be so disappointed in me. Yeah. They'd be like, did you not pay attention? Did you not see the signs? Mm-hmm. Did you not see the shit that we were doing right. and learn from that? You didn't learn from that shit? I mean, my dad, God rest his soul, he was pretty bad, too. I remember my mom used to hide in, like, behind cars and shit and see him, like, going to other bitches' buildings and shit. Yo, my Well, he has... My my dad has uh, six kids with three different women. My dad got five kids with three baby mamas. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, my, my younger sister. And he married, though. Yeah. I don't know. Kudos to him, I guess. And my dad had, like, you know, he was a singer. He had, like, his band... I was like, my mom said he had, like, bad groupies. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like, you see my dad, you be like, what? Yeah, really? I'm like, but then my dad, when I, you know, he really wasn't in the picture, but when I was around him, I, I can see why. 
because he has a hell of a sense of humor. My he's one of those you want to be around. Yeah. My dad will make friends with a shadow. He's very... I do not have my dad's personality in that regard. Like, he's he's an extrovert. He's very social. Mm-hmm. He will stop and talk to I everybody. That from my dad. I would, like, a, a, what would be a 45-minute trip to Target will turn into an all-day affair because he is the mayor of Target. He wants to, you know, <laughs> make friends and talk to everyone. Yeah. But I think I would rather be, I, I don't know, both situations are tough. They are tough, but. Get cheated on or find out you're the side piece. Um, I want to say find out you're the side piece because it's easier to detach yourself, but it's really not. Because really I did have a tough time because I really did. I really yeah. Because it. obviously there's invested time, yeah, there's yeah. invested feelings. And yeah. Afterwards, I felt very deceived because I felt like I didn't you, trust you, myself. Yeah. You think you're working towards something, and it's like no, mm-hmm. you're not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck. I could have been with fucking. Yeah. Actually, I am the crazy shit is that I actually kind of semi dumped someone to start fucking with him. It's like you dropped all your hoes. <laughs> For this one person. And he when they was, were the biggest hoe of them all. Right. And he, he, the guy was... Taurus. He was super nice. He was nice, but he was... um, He was older. Was it Saps? Yes. Saps. He was okay. older, but he was suffocating me a bit. Yeah. He was suffocating me a bit. He we wanted, well like, too that. much too soon. That's what I'm saying. Like We don't do well with that. Yeah. Don't suffocate me, guys. I'm a wild stallion. I need to run free in the fields. Right, man. I'm beauty. <laughs> Let me run. Oh, the horse. I'm like, <laughs> why did it be beauty? I mean, I am beauty, too, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. but. Yeah, he, I, I, I was so tight. I'm like, yo, I fucking dropped that shit. I could have at least tried to, like, I could work with that. You could work with the smothering? I could, because I could try to, like, you know, try. You, you can't see, but I'm making a face at her right now. Yeah, like, really? Because Haiti has a very nurturing nature to her. She no, has this, she has this, I'm going to call you Clara Barton. Do you know who that is? No. Clara Barton was a nurse during the Civil War, I believe. Long story short, she founded the American Red Cross. Okay. So she was very nurturing and very... Um, thanks, I guess. Very caring. I guess. I don't know. I, I would really like to know, <laughs> where do I, like, where do I get that from? Why do I, why am I like that? We come from broken homes, man, and we don't want other things around us to be broken. Because we know what it's like. Mm, good point. And we try to fix things that... No one took the time to fix in us. Mm-hmm. Let's say and I had a very, very, like, heart-to-heart conversation the other day. It was like a little therapy session. Yeah, it was very cathartic. Yeah, we went deep. I was like, where is this coming from? Because, <laughs> all right, it all started. Um, He sent me a clip from Joe Budden's podcast. Right. And he was talking about, basically, the gist of it was that, the, the gist of it was, we don't date anymore. Uh-huh. There's no genuine connections. Everything is very fast-paced. And it's very... Um, he said basically nowadays... Disassociated. Right. He basically said that dating nowadays is just finding out whether you like her enough to have sex with her. And for women, I guess, is um, getting to know him to find out if 
you can get what you need from him, kind of. Which I didn't thing. agree with. Right. Some of the things I didn't, but then some of the things I did agree. He did say something that I actually, how they say, I felt that. What he I said? I felt that. When he said that he feels like he's too jaded to ever find someone. Well, yeah, I I think I fall in that too. Right. And he's saying, um, you know, they asked him, I, I think the guy's name is Rory. He was like, um, so you think that you're going to be alone? You're never going to find someone? You're going to be alone? And he was like, nah, but if he can get around the jadedness, kind of, work through it, okay. then he might be able to find someone. Now, he basically has to find someone. I'm going to take it like this. I feel like he, someone that will tolerate him at this point. Well, I mean, in his situation, you got to keep in mind, he's also an older guy. He's been through a lot. So it would be up to him whether or not he's willing to let someone uh-huh. in. To- That's true. That's a problem. When you can't let someone in. Yeah, that's my problem. And when we were talking about this, one of the things I said is my main issue is I never had healthy examples of romantic love growing up. I grew up in a single parent household. My mom didn't have any healthy relationships romantically that I can recall. Mm -hmm. Same thing with my sister and even like the other women in my family. Even, you know, my dad eventually did get married to my stepmom. They were together for a very long time. And I wasn't really around to see that because I was obviously, you know, doing my own thing. So I never had that. That's what I want to aspire to romantically. Right. That, for me, obviously played a big part because even now, I have a very hard time letting someone in. Because I don't know how to let someone in. Uh-huh. And part of me feels like, do I really want to put myself in a situation where I can get annihilated emotionally? Uh-huh. How would I recover from that? Because right. I feel like as much shit as I talk and all the stuff, you know, the bravado, that would fucking destroy me. Mm-hmm. Because the same way I never had examples of healthy love growing up, I never had examples of healthy of healthy coping mechanisms for heartbreak growing up. Growing up, mm-hmm. so my defense was just build a wall and keep it up. Right. Don't let anyone in that can hurt you. But you understand that you will never be able to really. <sighs> and one of the things I also said was, I know what I'm doing is fucked up. Right. I'm fully aware. Like, I'm very self-aware of all that's of that. What, yeah. That's but what we I, have in common, that yeah, we know. We know. We are spectators to our own tragedy. Right. So, I know what I'm doing is wrong. I am aware that it's wrong. But I've convinced myself that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So, I'm essentially stabbing myself from the front and the fucking back. You're sabotaging. I am very self-sabotaging. Right. Very. It's not something I'm proud of, but... It's something that I am quick to acknowledge. I know it's wrong, but I've convinced myself that for me, it's the only way. Eventually, like, let's say, to me, see, okay. I feel that I have met, I I was actually in a long-term relationship with someone that had a wall up from the very beginning. It took a lot of years, and I don't even think that I 
ever really, really broke down that wall. I think I might have removed a few bricks, but I don't think I was able to tear that wall down. But for eight years, I was with someone that clearly had been through a lot of shit, had trauma of, of some sort. Um, and he was like that because he had been in a previously re- relationship where he had been heartbroken. So he was eight years older than me. So um, he had much more experience than I did at the time with relationships. And he had a wall up. And he was trying to shut me out so bad. But me, I'm like, no, like, no. Like, I, I know that underneath all of that, behind that wall, was a great person. You were removing a brick he was putting two more up. Right, exactly. I removed one, he's putting two. I removed two, he's putting four. That type of shit. And I, the thing with him was that he would show me his, his good side, like, the side that I Glitter fell in love with. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, he's so amazing. But then I think that he would notice it and he would be like, no, he'll shut down. And he has to do something, a dick move. He had to pull a dick move to show me, he to show me like, no, bitch, I'm still the fucking asshole. I'm so good at pulling away. Yeah. Emotionally and yeah. just shutting down. He, he actually broke that wall down once we broke up. And once I was already done, I was like, nah, you're... But I feel like a lot of with him was control. Emotional control, psychological control. Oh, no, yeah, he was very... He was very mentally and emotionally yeah. abusive. Yeah, and when definitely. You, and when you left, you took that away from him. Mm-hmm. So now he didn't know how else to get to you. Because you were gone. You were done. Yeah. And once you're done, you're done. So I think that breakdown that he had was more like, I was going to use a sports reference, but I'm not going to ruin the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I will. Basically, you took your ball and went home. You took the ball off the court and you went home. He had no other ball to play with. Yeah, that was, I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, everything I wanted to see in eight years, you're showing me right now. This is what I wanted. This is the person I wanted to see. This is who I wanted you to be all these years. And now it's like a dollar, sh- a day late, a dollar short. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, now I, I don't want it now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm done. I didn't have anything. I did not have anything else to give in that relationship. Let's see. I didn't have another tear to cry. I didn't have anything else to give. I had cried. I had suffered. I had everything. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I was done done. You was, were ex- how they say nowadays, yeah. I was done done. You were expended and extended and pulled. And with me, the biggest thing I hear is, I never get a reaction out of you. Because I would, you know, I would see guys and they would like try to do things and I wouldn't react. I wouldn't cry, I wouldn't scream, I wouldn't cause a scene. And it was for them, they equated that with me not caring I equated it with, you're not going to make a fucking fool out of me. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where it was like, yo, just show some kind, react, show something. You know what's crazy that I don't, I don't mean to, to interrupt you. No, you're you, good. That I never, okay, I was in two serious relationships. And after that, the guys I've dated, I've never really given them a reaction. Like, you know, I'll have like little emotional shit, like I'll text you and shit like that. 
but they've never driven me to the point where I'm acting like how they say crazy. You lived and you learned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, okay, I'll text you or be like, like that type of thing. Like, I'll have little emotional shit, but. Babe, that's growth. Right, but I don't really give that, like, once I start feeling like you really don't want to fuck with me or you're really not trying to talk to me or whatever, like, I don't, I don't fucking bother you. I don't bother you. The thing is that a lot of, like, dudes that I have, like, talked to or even, like, dated, um, I'm still kind of cool with them to this day. Yeah. Most, for the most part. There's some that I really didn't give a shit about. I don't care about staying in contact with. Like, nothing happened. I just didn't fucking like you. I just... My economy, yeah, I, I didn't. To. I just... Yeah, whatever. You know? Like, I'm that emotional person, but at the same time, like, I do... I have it in me not to really give a fuck. It's there. Yeah. You got a little Rihanna, a little Janae. You're good. <laughs> I have a little sprinkle. A little balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have that. Like You haven't got jo- full Joe Exotic. Right. Mm-hmm. Only only my ex saw, like, the... The Joe you know, Exotic. The eight saw the crazy side of me. Like, he's the only one that could fully say, like, yo, this bitch is crazy. Because I got it in me. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> But it, it also depends on how dig, how deep you got to dig to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And he used to he used to really bring it out of me. But just be glad you weren't nicknamed Ted Bundy by someone mm-hmm. you were sleeping with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that face. Oh, my God. You guys just <laughs> see Lexi's face right now. But basically, um, yeah, I found that. That clip of Joe Button, pretty interesting. It was very because it got it deep. Even even Joe was like just turned into a fucking therapy session. Like, yeah, like on? even when we were having that conversation, there was something I was trying to find it, but for some reason my phone isn't letting me go back to it. Yeah, even yeah, even we got into like a little therapy session yeah, that I was saying that I've always there was something that we said that you basically hit the nail right on the fucking nose, and my damn phone is being an asshole right now, guys. I don't mean to drop the. Curse a lot, but deal with it. This this is who we are, guys. <laughs> who we, we are. curse a lot, yeah. We have filthy mouths. Um, dirty mouths. No, what I was saying was that I was, you know, I've always been the type of woman that tries to, I'm attracted for some reason to guys that are, um, that have this wall up, that are just, like, emotionally detached. They're and, missing pieces. Yeah, and I always want to, like, love them out of their pain, basically. That's what I was saying. I want to, like, love them That's out what of it their was. pain. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, come here. Give me a hug. Like, I can make you feel better. But I'm falling apart, but I want to make your world whole. You, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And it's, you know, because we had such similar backgrounds growing up, we know what it's like to feel like there's something missing, and we don't want that. Well, I know in your case, mm-hmm. I know what it's like, so you don't want that other person to feel like, they don't have someone to care for them, uh-huh. someone to love them. But it's a, now that I'm, I'm 35 years old, guys. Now it's crazy because now when I start like talking to a guy, I ask a lot of questions like about their background. Like, if I'm comfortable enough, I'm not saying that these are questions that I ask right off the bat. Yeah. But um, once we start getting, you know, if you're the type of person like me that you like to talk a little bit of everything, um, we get a little bit into that conversation like about family. How's your relationship with your mom? That's that's always important to me. How's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your parents? Um, if you have kids, how's your relationship with your kids? How's your relationship with your kids' mother? Um, 
you know, if you have your grandparents, how's your relationship with your grandparents? How was your upbringing? Like, all those things tell me who you are. You want a template of, yes. they, of their person. Yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm always, I'm pretty transparent. Like, if we're having those type of conversations, that's, you're showing me transparency. Yeah. To some degree. Because not everyone likes to talk about their upbringing. Whether it's good or bad, you know? So I mean, I always saw people was raised by wolves. Yeah, you really do. I do. <laughs> she really does, guys. Um, we make the Gallagher's look like the Brady's. Mm. My family too, girl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. Bill's character, guys. <laughs> I'm not apologetic uh, at all. Story of our families will take two or three fucking episodes. Yeah, that's going to be like a, a holy shit. Now, maybe for the 50th episode, we can, you know... <laughs> Call that the family reunion. We'll try to we'll try to get a little family member from each side in here. <laughs> well, we had one already. We had my brother. Yeah, so. I'll bring my lunatic ass sister in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, I'll bring my sister, my youngest sister. That'll be That's, fun. That'll be fun. Four girls, four girls in a cup. Hey, <laughs> guys! If you've never heard of two girls in a cup, don't look it up. Don't let curiosity. Look it up. Look at look, look at this one. Look it up. I'll, I'll find the link. Oh, God. DM. If they still have, you'll probably find it on the dark web. Speaking of the dark web, no, guys. We're going to get shut down before our 50th episode. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say anything crazy. It's just one of the things completely like sidetracked off the, the rails because that's who I am as a person. Um, one of the things that has been a huge coping mechanism for me that has been surprisingly very therapeutic for me i have been watching law and order svu like it gets to the point that even at work my supervisor knows because i won't be like sitting there watching it i'll just have it playing on my phone and she's like looking at me funny and i'm like Something about Olivia Benson's voice is just very medicinal for me. Mm-hmm. Just the way she talks to like the victims and just the it, that helps. That's how I feel about ASMR videos. I'm hooked on ASMR. She videos. needs to do some ASMR videos. I'm hooked. If guys hit me up if you listen to ASMR videos at night, they are super relaxing. They are for years. You know what I started with? Listening to the uh, I would um search for fan noise white noise really okay white noise white noise on youtube and just like go to sleep i like um water sounds that too i like the sounds of the water it started when i was a kid with bob ross yeah oh my god he's like the og of after school i would come home i love bob ross i would put on bob ross and i would take a fucking after school nap and mr rogers is another one yeah growing up mr rogers not for me but well i was a latchkey kid so I would watch a lot of, like, PBS. Mm-hmm. So it would be Mr. Rogers, Bob Ross, LeVar Burton, Reading Rainbow. Read a fucking book, Rich, y'all. Yo, my stepdad used to love Reading Rainbow, kid. I love Reading Rainbow. <laughs> you know he's doing a weekend series. He has, I think it's, like, three days of the week. Mm-hmm. You can watch YouTube videos of LeVar Burton reading books. And I think it's absolutely great. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to find that information and forward it to Ms. Um, Haiti to post on our Instagram. But I think it's pretty freaking dope, especially with everything going on. Listen to LeVar. Oh, my God. Guys, does anybody watch Tory Lanez live on Instagram? <laughs> Yo. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. 
the fact that I look forward to that shit. I'm kind of upset that I think he got banned until Monday from IG because he would have bitches on there twerking. Then he would uh, he would pin their cash app, their tag on his on his live, and he would send the money and have like you know people send the money. Yo, that shit has that, that shit makes my day. I actually send them to like. You know, to Jay, I'm like, yo, Tori's gonna be live today, <laughs> and he's on live for hours. Like, really? there's times that he's like, oh, it starts at two thirty. It's six o'clock. My man's still on live. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he's been at it for four hours. He's on IG live. I love it. So, guys, real quick, um, I just got an interesting text message. I'm gonna slide my phone over to Miss Haiti. For her to describe what's going on. What is this? Is that Channing Tatum? It is Channing Tatum. Why Back, does he look like a... He's a stripper? He used, he used to, to be, be a, stripper. a stripper. Yeah, that's that's how the whole thing for Magic Mike came to be. It says Chan, 90s anxiety is the IG page. <laughs> Channing Tatum dances under the name Chan Crawford. In Tampa, 1999. Why does he look like a Justin Timberlake reject? That was the look back then. He has his eyebrow pierced. He looks gay, Lexi. No, you know, no offense. I don't want to offend anyone. Ew, my my sister's obsessed with um, Channing Tatum. I love Channing Tatum too, but listen, he looks uh, like he pays he for the ver- other team. Yeah, he looks very 90s in that. No, but then he has that. He's doing that thing with his mouth that females do, like, like Cardi B would do that shit with her mouth. Oh, he's giving the sex eyes. Like the mouth. He's giving the sex eyes. And then the shorty in the back look like Evie Queen. What's going on? All right, so kudos to everyone who, since the '90s, have learned how to properly blender makeup. Because looking at this photo, you can tell these two chicks did not. Do their due diligence in the blending process. She looks like another actress, though. Is she or is she just probably? I, I maybe I never seen her before. His his uh, arms and back look tan, and his butt cheeks look white as fuck. He's bulked up a lot since. Thank goodness. Yeah, he looks a he lot looks, better. He looks like he's a buck seventy here. Maybe. Give me your top three sexiest white boys celebrities. Uh. Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. That's Thor. Yes. Gotcha. Captain America, Thor, <laughs> and... All the Marvel guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Oh, wow. Um, kind of caught me off guard there, sister. That's the point. Yeah. You know who I was madly in love with when I was in high school? Like, you could not tell me anything. Oh. Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, Fred! I used to love Freddie Prince. Like, he's half Puerto Rican, so I guess. Yeah, and he's a Pisces. Yeah, he's a day after me, y'all. Yeah. But you could not, him and Josh Hartnett. Yeah. You Jay. could not tell Josh me. Josh Hartnett, that little birthmark he used yeah. to have on his neck. Yeah, the way he used to smile. I'm like, aw. Who's, who's the third one? We're going to leave it at Freddie Prince? We'll leave it at Freddie. Okay. Mine. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. That's number one, baby, Leonardo. I, I love Leo as an actor. I never saw him in that. Don't get me wrong. He's super charismatic, super handsome. Hang. 
And he's a Scorpio. And he's a Scorpio. Of course he is. Shout out to my fucking Scorpios. <laughs> is he a Scorpio? Yes, he is, girl. Leonardo DiCaprio? When's his birthday? Absolutely. I, I'm not mistaken. It's November 11th or something like let me, that? Let me check. I might be wrong as far as November 11th, but he's for sure. That's why he was so attracted to Remy Pisces. November 11th. You're right. Oh, you're damn, I'm good. sick. I am. I love I'm it. fucking good with signs. He's a Veterans Day baby. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Leonardo That's DiCaprio, why he's so... Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. What sign is Tom Hardy? Let's look that up. And Justin Timberlake. Justin never did it for me. No? No. He has that little edge that I like. Uh, there might be someone else I like, but what is he? Tom Hardy. <laughs> Virgo. Guys, I attract Virgos like flies to shit. And then look at the birthday. September 15th. <laughs> I can't. Not for nothing. I like Virgos, though. I like I them. love them. I like but I'm them. surrounded by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am fucking swimming in earth signs. I like them. And I don't want to say I love them like I love Scorpios. They're different. They're definitely different. I think, honestly, I'm talking shit. I can, talk, I can deal with a Virgo better than a Scorpio because the whole emotional aspect throws me off. That's what it is. It makes me uneasy. Virgos are grounded. Very. They're earth signs. Well, the Virgos I know, <laughs> them motherfuckers are crazy. Love them to death. I will do anything for my Virgo friends and they know who they are. But y'all motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Tom Hardy. I can't excuse me, I can't think of any other white boy. This so kind of I'm putting there. What about Chet Hayes? Oh, he just came in the picture though. He got me still, with his little, you know, but he's still like close to Jamaican accent. It's like I love is Jamaican this what accent. Tom Hanks has been hiding from us all this time. What's your favorite accent? My favorite, sexiest accent, should I say? I've never really been into accents. And this is going to sound crazy, but when I hear that Puerto Rican Spanish, I'm like... Straight from the island. Straight from the island. I can smell the arroz con gandule coming out your pores. Yeah. What? Que pajo. Honor, yeah. <laughs> honorable mention, West Indian accent. Honorable mention, yeah. Um, I want to say, damn, I don't know. I've been... I've been but to Jamaica a few times, man. My Jamaica's got, you know, I love their accent. But you know what? I'm a sucker for a New York accent, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm over it. I'm over it. You know what it is? When you hear, like, that tough New York accent, you're like, oof. That's nothing like it. Oof. Hmm. It's like, you gonna hotwire that car for me, daddy? <laughs> hotwire that car. Gonna take these rings, shawty. Open up that, that nail and the, so I no, can do my nails. That daddy. and um down south. The heavy down like when we went to Atlanta, okay. I liked when we went to the the, the, the restaurant, spot, the yeah. spot. Like their accent. On the other was side way, of town, yes. you could tell you were like in the fucking sticks. Yes. Yeah. Their accent was way their southern accent Be- was heavier. And you know, and a British person will tell you this. There's levels to the accent because you got the the upper British sophisticated accent and then you got like that cockney accent mm-hmm. like tom hardy 
he's got that Cockney accent. Like, oh, you from the hood in London? Mm-hmm. Like you've broken a couple of noses in your fucking day. That's a sort of like this guy. What's his name? Um, McGregor. There you, you can go. tell McGregor's from like the slumps of Ireland. Yeah, you could tell that motherfucker is. He's like, cool. he's like you hear Liam Neeson and then you hear Conor McGregor. You're like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, levels that, to this. I, I love me some Conor McGregor, and it's I like I like dudes that are badass. Yeah, like I want to feel like if a, like a, another dude look at me the wrong way, you're gonna you're gonna pop off. You're gonna pop off. What I the like fuck you looking. At? I like I like my dudes to have a pinch of crazy. A man. little bit. We don't like pushovers. Yeah, I was, pushovers. yo, I was with this guy one time that he was pussy. I can't do he it. He was a punk. Like somebody punked him in front of me. That shit turns me it's off. Like, I can't Cause do that's this. one thing. Like I'm, I'm not a punk. I'm not a troublemaker. I'm not a fighter. But I would never let you cross that line with me. Yeah, you no. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I was with this guy, <laughs> and they punked him in front of me. I was like. Oh my god, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this now. Nah, yeah, it's not gonna work out. He wasn't great anyway, but you know, Gemini. My thing is this: <laughs> I'm not a, I'm very short. If I see you and within minute, a couple of minutes of talking to you, I feel like I can beat you up. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work, baby. I'm sorry. You can't constantly like. I am not easy to deal with. You cannot agree to everything i say or ask you to do there's no fun in that yeah we've said that before like if you ask me what i want to eat and i say i don't know don't be like but come on think about like all right bitch you're gonna go hungry or you got 20 minutes to figure it out (laughs) then i'm like all right fine let's get chipotle (laughs) there's this thing that said after this quarantine that guys don't want to Hear us being decisive about what we want to eat. They're like, you have 45 days, bitch. You better know what you, you want to eat. You better make a list. <laughs> you better know after this what you want to eat. But, uh, yeah. So, let's go to our little POF segment. Oh, snap. POF. Guess P-O-F. what time it is. <laughs> this is why I'm still single. POF, POF. The water that we're fishing in is polluted. Doom, doom. Got anyone interesting? Or are we going to switch phones like we did we're last gonna time? We're going to switch phones. I feel like I've seen this guy before. Oh, he's a fucking Pisces. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. Can I just tell you how the slow-speaking sloth from BOK... Sid? Yeah, Sid. He's on some BS where he's like... Oh, I want to... He keeps telling me like he wants to chill. I'm like, my dude, I'm not going to chill with you. In this quarantine, where are like, you quarantine? Lexi's sir? the only one that I'm gonna be around outside of work. He wants to be quarantined, he, puppy. Yeah, no, <laughs> quarantine. Puppy. He want to be QP. No, nah, he's on some bullshit. He's like, oh, let's have a Rona baby. Are you kidding me? You're never gonna get ass like that. <laughs> well, I'm you, serious. You already saw the. I mean, this guy didn't message me, but I just came across his profile, and I'm like, <sighs> I'll let you just take a gander. Oh, interesting name. Hannibal 179. Hannibal. In other words, he's going to eat you. (laughs) Yum, yum. 40 years old. Good morning. Good evening. This is his caption, guys. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever you like. And he looks like he... uh, Oh, my God. He has to... Me, too. Unbelievable. All right, so this why is, does he have a 
fucking eye patch like he's good like he's trying to be in pirates of the caribbean this is if pirates of the caribbean filmed in santo domingo <laughs> he would definitely be johnny Depp. <laughs> he would be one pichon or some shit like that what is going on and he's 40 yeah taking these kind of photos there he goes with there goes the shirtless there goes the shirtless uh, pics that I hate. It's like they know that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they know that we're recording. They're like, hey. <laughs> we're getting messages as we're like recording, guys. Anyway. He's so secretive for me. He doesn't even want to say like what he does. What's his occupation? And his about me is He's got like an occupation. Of- He's wearing an eye patch. What does that tell you? <laughs> All right, so he's um, a Leo. Oh, say no more. Yeah, he didn't write to you. You just no. I just it came up on the top, and I was like, "What is happening?" All right, so I'm looking at Haiti's phone, and Haiti's looking at mine, right? And I just realized that we both have the same guy messaging us. So what we're gonna? But this is the second time this week we find this out because there was another one. There was another one on IG hitting us up. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, that guy was fucking. He hit you up, and then he hit up the the podcast page. Yeah. Yeah. Why? So what we're going to do is we're going to read the message that the same dude wrote to. He wrote her a message and me a message. So we're going to read the message. Wait, but where is he? So He's there. You know what I mean? That's his name. Okay, let me see. Let me look for him. He's there. Yo, would it be hilarious if he like wrote the same thing? I will fucking scream. You found him? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go first. He writes... Hey, I'm blank. You caught my eye. What makes you happy in life? <laughs> and now, same guy on Lexi's page. He wrote, Hey, would you be open to fulfilling my fantasy? <laughs> what? This is what I'm saying. They always come off so nice to me. And I get this. And you get the dirtbag opening line. <laughs> And like, I don't understand. Like, what am I fucking doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Dirtbag smell of the dirtbag. That's true. <laughs> I can't. Be- Yo, this is the same you, you guy. Got, you got a, a, a name. You got a cute little winky face smile. He's asking you a genuine question. This motherfucker wants me to be on all fours. What apparently. makes you happy in life? When you fucking message my friend, so-and-so and so and <laughs> so. I want to take a picture of my phone and just like send it to you. You want to take a picture of your message with my phone and send yeah. it? This is what makes me happy because we're a package deal, buddy. Don't tell him that, brother. Yeah, yeah. No. That my- might be his fantasy and he's going to be all the way disappointed. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, let me just go to another. What in the tiger love is this? T love one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. Let's, okay. So T love. One, two, three, four, five. He is 48. He is looking for his partner in crime. He is from Rotterdam. And you're from the Netherlands, dude. What are you doing? How the hell did he get into mine? I don't know, but he's 6'1". I didn't say I was looking for international hoes. Hey, girls. Clean cut, laid back, looking for a friend. I'm not a smelly drunk or a player. I'm a gentleman and a dad. Looking for a serious guy, I'm right here. 
I'm looking for my girl. I have everything else. Why are you putting that jolly upbeat voice? <laughs> because <laughs> he's from the Netherlands and they're like really happy people. <laughs> You're creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Scorpio. He has a dog. I need you to keep it ominous. Like <laughs> His last relationship was over 10 years. He has a daughter. He mentions that. So let's read this message. All right. So for full disclosure, his name is T Love One Two Three Four Five, and he is sitting on a cheetah print type of like throw blanket. All right. He looks like fucking Joe Exotic's uncle. Just... <laughs> let's see what he says. Yo, just like that. Yo, I've been to Margaritaville a lot. The guys walk on the beach saying, check me carvings, selling wooden carved stuff. How you doing? <laughs> I'm Timmy. <laughs> who, who said in the memo that I like Jamaicans? <laughs> it's because I have a picture that I think of Margaritaville in Jamaica. Oh, okay. <laughs> That could be why. <laughs> what is he doing? He's probably like, why she got all these pics at Jamaica? Like, there's only one picture. He's like, I have a motorcycle and an older hot rod Corvette. So good for him. Hey, brother. Then there's another guy. They think all women are impressed by shit like that. I shot Ghost 2020. I shot Ghost? Yeah, from, I guess, <laughs> I shot Power. From Power. And his. Tariq, that's you? Yeah. He's 39 from Alexandria, Virginia. Virginia! I used to live out there. He's Native American, okay, and I'm an actual redhead. He can't. He's a Pisces, nope. But let's read the message anyway. All right, fine. So I. It makes me so happy that she knows that. She hit him with the. "Eh." You are so amazingly beautiful. How are you doing tonight? He wrote that on the 30th. You are four days late, ma'am. Whatever. Me. Okay, your turn. Ruin my life. Okay, so this guy has also written to me, but it's been a while. But I, I remember What's that, that picture. Queens to see. Oh yeah, I haven't opened any of his messages. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go to Don Papi Miguel. Oh my God, we were roasting him. Please open up his profile and look Don at his face. Don Papi Miguel says, "Why does he put the emoji with the mask over his mouth?" To know so let's see, social distancing. How have you been dealing with all this madness, hysteria, and quarantine lockdown? LOL. Going stir crazy yet? And he sends you some flowers. Emoji, you know. Oh, that's okay. 30 years old, Don Papi Miguel. He has a picture for some reason of a woman oh, going no, this down around. Oh, way. yeah. No, yeah. Oh, Mercedes Benz. We were roasting him yesterday, actually. I don't know if you remember. Because there was a picture he has on there that I was like, nope. Oh, flashing money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Honey ain't here. But we ain't impressed by that. Then he has a picture on vacation vacation in Rome, I guess, holding some random white little girl. <laughs> he Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Guys, if you are posting pictures of yourself sticking out your tongue, <laughs> on social media and or a dating app, you're a piece of shit. 
<laughs> nothing says fuck boy like this picture. I guess he wants to show off to Lexi the Savage that his tongue is long and fat. So I can <laughs> cut through it easier with my machete. You'd be like, you, you should message him. Your tongue looks yummy. It looks like something I would chop out. And fry. And fry with a side of tostones. He might be into that fucking sadist. Yeah, right? Of Guys course. are fucking weird online. Fucking sadist, man. <sighs> okay, let's go to another. He's a what? I think he's a... He's a Capricorn. Now I'm good. <laughs> now I'm good. Let's go to another one. He, he, he's promotions director at MTV. He's trying to get bitches with that shit. Yo, I've been walking around with this purple on my forehead. Let's right? see this one. Tall and Funny, 84. Kept it simple. I would love the opportunity to get to know you better. 35 from Brooklyn. His caption is, am I the peanut butter to your jelly? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready. How about you answer that? Can I answer that for you? How old is He's 6'4", 35 years old, Brooklyn. No, that picture creeps me out. Yeah, I he think. He looks like Joker. That smile. Nah. He was trying to study it. Like, what's going on? In a nutshell, I'm a down-to-earth working professional. This is a really, this is a really long bio. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Henny's in the system. I'm not. What's doing, his I'm sign? Not this bio. There's no reason for you to write four paragraphs. Well, I mean, he's. Oh, and then he puts bonus if you're a Yankee fan. That's his last line. Okay. He oh. likes Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Sopranos, and he's a Virgo. I'll send him a smiley face. He speaks Russian. He enjoys Broadway shows, jazz, and classical music. I was getting Italian vibes. Russian? Really? Is oh. that? I mean, he he might be. He probably just speaks Russian. But took up Russian or something. <laughs> no one takes up Russian unless they're from Russia. I mean, maybe he, wants to, maybe, he, maybe he wants to appear a little crazy. Russians are fucking insane. No? Yeah, they are crazy. Okay. I love him to death. He said he just wants simple things like a walk in the park, holding hands. What? Just watching TV and sharing an ice cream. I want my own no, ice cream. No, he doesn't. No Virgo likes shit like that. I'm trying to think. I mean, my toxicity is I don't show... Like, a guy could be yelling and causing a scene, and I'm just staring but that's at him. But like, that's not toxic. You just... What's some toxic shit you've done that you've said? Um, There was this guy that was crying in front of me because whatever reason, I guess he was expressing himself to me. And I was like, can you please stop because you're doing a bit much. And I just made it worse. And I just left. I don't think he's still to this day has ever forgiven me for that. Damn, son. Why the fuck you crying for? You fucked up. You got caught out there and you think your tears are gonna... Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. Something was up. I'm like, he's crying. That's the, that's the me... last card a man will pull. Yeah, he wanted tears. me to react to the tears. I didn't react to the tears. I threw the tears back in his face and I was like, 
stoic poker face. And I was like, pulled the SpongeBob. I'm like, I'm going to head out, dog. Like, I'm not doing this. Alright, I'ma head out now. Yeah. Becoming fucking Grandma sidekick. My sidekick slide and I bounced. Oh, sidekick slides. My shit was the chirp chirps. I call my ex on some bullshit with a chirp chirp. Really? You remember back then with the chirps, the next tail chirps? That listen this is let me tell you the fucking crazy bitch that I was. Okay? So you know you used to alert someone, right? You hit the alert. It sends the alert to them that mm-hmm. you're hitting them up, right? The phone on the other end will ring. Blah, blah, blah. This person is alerting you. If you try to like, because you know sometimes you can talk to someone. You can hit the button on the side and just talk without alerting. Yeah. So when you alert someone, if that person doesn't check it, they say they're sleeping, they don't check that alert. It stays on their phone. So if you try to hit the button on the side, it's not going to go through. Right? So my ex used to try to avoid me or ignore me. He would just cancel the alert. And I would, later on, he didn't answer me. I would hit the side button and it would go through. I used to just talk. Because if you have it on speaker, whoever he's around is going to hear it. So I would be like, I know you're not ignoring my motherfucking alert. (laughs) He's gotten caught with like a female hit him up like that. She didn't alert. She just went straight into talking. And she would be like, yo, VI. Because they used to call me VI or whatever. And I used to be like... Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that bitch? Yeah. I used to, yo, I used to alert, alert. He used to be like, this crazy fucking bitch. You will not catch me blowing up. You will not catch me blowing up a man like that. Yeah, nope. Yo, it's up to the point where I call you one time. That's it. That's If you don't pick up, I don't continue to call you. I call you one time. You call me Lexi one time. You know why? You only got to tell me once. Yeah. I'm, I'm only going to call you once. I don't run. I don't case. I don't like running because, first of all, I got sciatica and I got little legs. I'm not trying to do all of that. Only things I run is water in my house. <laughs> but for me to be like, I'm going to call him. Tech- nope. Yeah. I don't see the I don't. I don't. Now you will not catch me doing that. If I call you one time and you don't pick up, I might. And that's pushing it i might call you later on during the day and that's a big might but other than that i don't i don't nowadays i don't continue calling you if that who's this we got king z 23 i may be your better half that's what he says lexi that's his caption i may be your better half 36 from the bronx six fold at least you got these tall guys that's your phone wait <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at her like. Oh, he's hitting me up. Oh, yeah. King Zed. Look at him. He said, "I am real. I am kind." I've seen this guy before. He's like, oh, look, he's a Capricorn. Oh dear lord! Look at his look at his about me. I am real. I am kind. I am also a strict person. I am responsible as well. I love to live life to the fullest with my partner. I love adventure. I love to travel, explore, and be vulnerable to the free gifts of nature. I love to chill by the beachside with a glass of red wine and deep conversation. Explore the extraordinary, trying new things. I don't even know what to say about this. That was a bit much for a Capricorn. Damn, no surprise. Mm, okay. Well... Oh, look at the story of. 
the story of yeah he changed his picture now it's not the he said oh my gosh because <sighs> i haven't i haven't responded to him not because wait which anything personal story? that's the one the cop oh dear lord the I pisces cop the one that uh messaged me too he messaged you too yeah oh sure wait let me see if i still have he it. put i miss you what did did you go somewhere did oh like a g he put that's the last because the last thing I told him was how are you holding up this madness? He said like a G, I miss you. What do you miss? We had like oh dear lord a ten minute conversation lord, via message. Lord. You know just so I am tired of this crap, guys. I really fucking am. Like I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> So I don't got the patience for we're this. So over it. So over oh, it. It should not be this fucking hard. It oh, really should it not is. be this hard. It shouldn't. Maybe you know. Maybe our male listeners pick up to something that we're not picking up. So if you guys can kind of, if you hear something, well, I'm a little close. If that's the case, no, you're not. We're not. Not on my watch. Not on my. Okay, John Snow. <laughs> Not on my watch. Okay, Jon Snow. If you guys hear something that you're like, yeah, that's why they're having a hard time, let us know. We're open to criticism. To a little, you know. Oh, yeah. They don't have enough time to I will. assess me. <laughs> they don't have enough time to date. Because they'd be like, yeah, like that, little, that little one needs like three episodes of assessment, man. Seek help. So. I'm gonna have, we're going to have mad psychiatric referrals in the inbox for me. I mean... Whatever, we got nothing but time now. Like, you know, I guess if we can FaceTime, that'd be great. I'm not allowed to wear a bra, do I? No, I don't think you, I don't think therapists really give a damn. Okay, cool. They care about your mental health. That might be part of <laughs> not wanting to wear a fucking bra <laughs> and just taking off your bra in random places. That might be a bit of a problem. Guys, take that up with the therapist, but anyway. So I have an article here from Metro, UK. UK. Twins born during pandemic, pandemic, excuse me, named Corona and COVID. It was a matter of time before this shit happened. You know, I will say this, and I'm saying this from a place of pride and genuine support. I am so glad it wasn't my Dominican brothers and sisters who did it first. Let's let's not count them out. Let's not count them out. I'm not out. saying they're not going to do it, but at least... They weren't the first. At least these people beat them to the punch. Yeah, they sure did. A boy and a girl born in the midst of India's coronavirus lockdown have oh, been they're named... they're from India. ...have been named after the deadly virus. The parents of COVID and Ugh. corona... Hope the twins' names will serve as a reminder of the hardships they overcame as they were brought into the world during the pandemic. But the couple from the city of Raipur say they might change their minds later and rename the children. Come on. Why are we doing this? Leave them alone. No. Like, don't name them Corona and COVID at all. We don't want reminders. The mother says the delivery happened after facing several difficult difficulties and therefore me and my husband wanted to make the day memorable indeed the virus is dangerous and life-threatening but its outbreak made people focus on sanitation hygiene and other good habits 
Uh, thus, we thought about these names, and the hospital staff also started calling the babies as Corona and COVID. We finally decided to name them after the pandemic. Oh, my gosh. That is insane. You know that was going to happen, though. After going into labor late at night, March 26th, thank God the babies were not born. Pisces season. Yep, we're not taking another L. Absolutely not. Verma says her husband called for an ambulance through a special service launched for pregnant women. But the vehicle stopped, was stopped by police several times on the way as cars and vans are not allowed on the road due to the nationwide lockdown. Family members who would have loved to come to the birth were unable to make it uh, to the hospital as buses and trains have been halted. The babies were delivered in the early hours of March 27th within 45 minutes of the couple's arrival. Doctors perform C-section due to the complication. A spokesman for the hospital said both COVID and corona are healthy. And have now been discharged with their mother. This this has to be a joke. Like I, you know, I knew it would happen, but it's like we're still in the midst of it. Like it's it's bad right now. You wanna name your babies COVID and Corona. On that note, someone's gonna name their kids those names, but they're gonna put a little twist to it. They're going to put their own little crazy twist to the names. COVID and Corona. Oh, my gosh. They're going to, these kids are going to get, they're going to get roasted in school. I got roasted for my name, and my name is not even that crazy. <laughs> this has been episode five of Ladies Pitch. Yeah, please don't name your kids COVID and Corona, please. And try not to have any Rona babies. I mean, if you're getting quarantine dick or quarantine pussy around this time, kudos to you. I'm hating. It's not happening for I'm me. I'm hating hard body right now. Yeah, and it's not like... And it's not because of the Rona. I wasn't getting any beforehand. <laughs> and it's not like I can't. It's not that I can't. I just... Um, I don't... I just Yeah, don't that's what feel, it is. Yeah, I just... It's this, and it's like... I'm I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. All of this is kind of like, you know, it takes a toll on you. And then on top of that, it's like, these dudes, I'm not even really feeling like, feeling enough to get down, to get down. But guys, yeah, as usual, um, it's episode five, Ladies Pitch, Haiti Baby. Miss, uh, let's see the savage texting away. Sorry, I just <laughs> came across a very interesting comic book deal. Oh my god! Yeah, someone messaged me. Stephanie, she, she just looked, messaged that looked very intense. It's like, it, what's it's going it, on? Your it's it. Like, but this is episode five of Ladies Pitch. It's me, Lexi the Savage. Thank you for hanging out with us, Haiti baby, as usual. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be safe. Be smart and. We're just one day closer to this nightmare being over, guys. Absolutely. Guys, be safe. Wash your hands, as always. Now we're required to wear a fucking mask outside, so wear your mask. Leave the gloves at home. Appreciate your healthcare workers. Yeah. We're tired. Yeah, very tired. Appreciate we're drained. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Adios, motherfucker. Throw them up.